we do have to think about merch, though. We do. We have to, oh, have yeah. to put up. Like a headband with the logo. A headband? Ooh, a headband. Oh, nice. <laughs> really? I was joking. No, 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 that's happening. No, no take backs. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to do the headband and the wristbands? Yes. Yes. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Perfect. Welcome to Rebel Teacher Alliance, the podcast where teachers rethink student engagement with Jamie Halsey, Fabian Hoffman, and Scott Kazarian. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Uh, anybody ever want to do the hey everybody? I think it'd be fun if we just tried it out. I don't. Oh, just been... get people to say it, and then we we like. I just want to hear you guys. I think try someone it. else. All right. You want me to do well, it? Well, the only hey, the hey, only person. Yeah. No. Well. <laughs> oh, that was a little. Wow, that had something. That was about weird. It. All right. That's... I liked it. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I don't. That, that I want to hear. I want to hear Fabian do it. No, I did it when we when we were at at Q. So just go back. <gasps> That's right, you did. Okay. I did great before because everybody we did everybody Jeremy give, did in it. your time no. machine. Jeremy did. Yeah, we, oh, Jeremy no, has done talk, it before. He did yeah, chow too, which is ridiculous. When we talked to funny. Tisha, yeah. Uh, when we talked to Tisha, I did the the hello everybody. So okay, so, so I have this Tisha, list of things that have happened in my class to talk on the pod about. But now that I'm in summer, I'm kind of like finishing up that yeah, list. There's nothing. No, there is there is one it's a thing. a really short episode, guys. Yeah. Bye. So, thank you. That was nice. <laughs> so I was teaching on the Silk Road right before the end of the school year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were I was talking about like, you know, China and Silk and trying to get it to Rome and the whole path and how there's many sections and all the dangers oh, and all the that historical kind of stuff. Stuff. I yeah. thought you were actually on a Silk Road. No. Uh, yes. Teaching. Stay with me. You're almost Walking there. Fabian's got uh, two weeks I, left of school, so he's lost all brain. sense of anything. Yeah. yeah. My brain is I think just... he thinks that was Scott funny. So is sorry, like everybody. fresh as a daisy. Meanwhile, yeah. Fabian and I are just like crawling to the finish okay, line Okay. So back here. to my really yeah. good story. So I'm teaching. Teaching on the Silk Road. <laughs> wow. And uh, so I'm working on it and I'm like, okay, so they sold it. Uh, just simple words. They sold it for $3 or they bought it for $3. How much would they have to sell it for to make a profit? And my sweet, sweet students like didn't understand the word profit. And I spent all this time working on profit and I'm like pulling out dice and I'm pulling out anything that I can do that like that they Were can you hold. pulling out one of your 20,000? Hold, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. So, so then I go to these two guys, right? And I'm telling them that story. And Jamie goes, what she just said, which is, don't you have like 20, 250,000 pennies or 25,000 pennies? And I was like, oh, that would have been so good. So I so spent an entire day, couple of days, teaching students about profit. With literally like thousands of pennies in the closet that oh, I never do. Beautiful. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's thank you, Jamie, for stepping in there right where I needed it. It was perfect. That's not what like, borders yeah. would do. Borders uh-huh. know exactly what they have. Yeah. Um, and where they have it, right? No. And I will tell you really why quick. I'm so. Pe- oh yeah, go ahead. Scott, where are the pennies currently? Are well, they in a, like <laughs> quick some quick. jar? Are Undisclosed like location, corner? obviously. No, uh, they're on like a rolly <laughs> cart that I that I roll into my back closet and can lock up because they're so dang heavy. Like I couldn't actually lift them. At, like, do you roll them in and out like every day? Uh, well, or... they're they're on the rolly cart that my three D printer is on. So technically, yes, because Hilarious. they're just on the bottom. So 
you roll them in and out every day and you yeah. couldn't find them the one day. <laughs> no, I didn't even think though that the best part is not that I couldn't find them, it's that I didn't even think as even I was you trying see to find them and anything. roll them around every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I I'm in, in yeah, I interact with them. But the reason I feel so peppy today is that I, I don't know if a lot of teachers are like this, but I am I needed to go shopping for my school stuff to feel yeah. free for the summer. So oh. I get Typically, the last You've got few that years, money burning in your pocket. They give and me a until pe- it's spent. Yeah, yes. You're like a spaz. It, well, I'm like I can't get into <laughs> summer. So the last two years, they've given me purchase orders. I go to the stores, I spend the money. But this year, it was like the day of the last day of school. And I'm like, guys, I need these purchase orders. Someone just tell me what I can spend, so I can just go take care of it. So unfortunately, I've been done for a week, and today was the first day I could get to a store and actually do it but as soon as i walked out of those stores with all the supplies i need for next year all just the stuff the binders the the new uh like i have wide ruled uh notebooks that every student uses because my students need wide ruled stuff for my mm-hmm. class like just the things that i needed and then i walked out of the stores put it in my car and i went okay summer can start and it's been a really good day nice i okay. mean mm-hmm. granted fabian good. you've got you got two weeks left and jamie you've yeah. got Two days left? I've got, yeah, I've got one day with students and one day without. But I have to say, I did check off the cum folders off the list. That's always a big one for us teachers when you get the cum folders done. Do you guys have to do cums? No? Um, I don't know what that means. Based on our (gasps) facial expressions? (laughs) Oh, interesting. So their cumulative, like, school record folder. Oh, yeah. We have to update those with, like, what we taught, like... You know, attendance, we have to put the report card in there. That's oh, not done for us. We have to do all that stuff. Jeez. So, yeah. That seems, that I don't seems think anybody like ever asked me what I teach. Does anybody ask you, Fabian, what you teach? Where? Like to, in like a folder type of situation where you have to like write no. it down? No. We have like no. a sticker. So it says oh. like what our curriculum was, what units we taught. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we that just seems stick like the sticker on. Which totally that necessary. Bad. Yeah. That's that's right? necessary thing that needs to happen. Does this year. does this cum folder carry with the student? Like yeah, for... it's their permanent yeah. record basically. So when they go oh. to like sixth grade or middle school, that folder will go, and someone could look and see what they've learned so far. Yeah. So oh. actually, yeah. So that follows them around. So so even when they change schools too, we um, the school requests the folder, the cum folder. And their file, and then it gets hmm. transferred to the new school. But yeah, that's really smart that. for those scenarios, like a new school or like special education. I think That'd be they really all helpful, do that, but, but I'm thinking maybe at the middle school level, that's probably all done for you. Probably. And nobody probably. reads probably. it, right? Probably. Uh, I mean, we, we actually have to read oh. the cumes. Yeah. Oh, you we, read your third grade have... cumes before they're fourth graders. No, when we, st- at the beginning of the year, one of our meetings is going through and looking at the cum folder and looking at. For every kid you're was. about to get in. Oh, yes. interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. We do, we do get like records and stuff transferred like mm-hmm. automatically, but I think that's all digital. I don't know how. Oh, really? You don't have paper cumes? I don't know. I've never, I mean, there is lots of files in our like copy room and stuff but i've never like looked at those things <laughs> never looked. Oh my gosh, maybe i, I should. feel like i uncovered maybe something. i should 
I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe. from an IEP standpoint, we have files that go with every student wherever they go. Right. So that yeah. would be where IEPs. the IEP or right. 504 plan would be filed would right. be in their QM folder. Interesting. What I probably it's probably because you guys have so many students that it would be impractical for you to do any sort of work with the QM. Like yeah. that's probably because we're a self-contained. You know, we only have our you know 30 or fewer students. But, yeah, that's part of our duties at the end of the year. Is this like on Seinfeld where you're not allowed to look at your own file, too? Like where they keep you from letting to look at your own file? I don't know where my file is. <laughs> right? I'd be curious. <laughs> Do you want to see your cube file? There's a, yeah. there's a lot in there. Mm. All right. <laughs> Very thick file. All right. Well, Jamie, why don't we start with you? You're ending your year. You decided to do one last boss battle. You got like one day left with the kids. Tell us all about it. So, uh, so today was the second to the last day, and at the end, you know, being a Star Wars class, it only makes sense to fight Darth Vader. Yeah, that is true. So, uh, essentially, it's a dice battle where all of the kids are in their guilds, and they're all fighting against him at once. So, he has like 10,000 health. They have mm-hmm. dice and cards, and they have to get him down to zero health, and that's how wow. they win. Um, and we only need one guild to win, so you know guilds can can croak, uh, and as long as one of them makes it to the to the finish line, we're good. So uh, Darth but Vader. But wait, 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 wait. Oh, I like the cooperativeness of that. To the finish line um, with like defeating Vader, or to the finish line defeating just defeating Vader. So someone just okay. needs to have more um, health points than he does. Okay. Got it. So that's that's all. like that ravine game. When you win the ravine game, anybody, yeah. everybody wins. When you everybody win. wins, like right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everybody can lose except for one, and then yeah, as long as one guild makes it across with more health than him at the end, yeah, uh, defeat uh, Vader's defeated. Got it. So okay. I did it a little bit differently this year with him. Number one, it's not uh, an academic challenge. It's mm-hmm. simply just they're using cards and dice. Um, typically, with all of the boss battles, the students have to do something academic to yeah. earn them health or whatever kind of going into the game. This one, end of the year, let's just make it fun. And we just So it's not a, not a long, what did we do this year review thing. It's just literally, here's Darth Vader, now fight him. Exactly. Okay. But right. embedded in it, though, with them like accumulating health, deducting health, adding up their hit points, all that stuff. It ends up being an academic task, just the nature of the task. Yeah, because the they task. have to do all, yeah. all the math and stuff. All yeah. the math involved is really and the cool. the reading, because they yeah, need to know all the of cards. They need to... <laughs> and communicating, all that stuff. Yeah. So, But That's it cool. was just, I just want to have fun. And then the way I changed it up this year is I used an EMC2 resource that looks like a Peloton HUD. Mm, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I used the Im- I used different images of Darth Vader, um, mm-hmm. kind of at, like on progressing the through the bed. Va- Vader <laughs> He's on, on the Peloton. Peloton. <laughs> that's why that that's why you have AI that makes you those kinds of images. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but what I liked about it is like each slide was a little different, but then I would sprinkle in like a hero. So I'd sprinkle in Ray or I'd sprinkle in Ahsoka Tano or Chewbacca, and then they would come in and like help out the kids. So like for example, um, you know, we're kind of going, they're battling Vader, and then I pull up the next slide is Chewbacca. And then all the kids, I just gave all the guilds like one D6 to roll in their next roll. So 
Chewbacca is adding a little benefit there. Or, you know, Yoda comes in and then I give all the guilds like 100 health points. Okay. So it was kind of fun. It kind of helped with the narrative of the boss battle and it made it really exciting. So that. So was wait, really wait, fun. wait. Let me mm-hmm. let me try to understand this. Yeah. So you're you're fighting. Are you about Vader. to repeat it all? <laughs> no, no. I I'm just trying to understand whether whether HUD comes in from yes. from Peloton. Okay. Yeah. So you are so you have Vader up there. Yes. Um, it, as part of the HUD. Yes. Like, so so you just switch slides. Yes. So I every, I, every time they attack or whatever. Uh, not or, quite every time, but yeah, will, as right? it's progressing. Yeah. So like. Okay. Got it. Just to kind of keep it fresh, kind of keep the um, the theming up and kind of mm-hmm. keep the excitement up. So they're yeah. seeing this Peloton head. So it kind of looks like they're looking almost like through a helmet or something at what's mm-hmm. happening in the boss battle. Got it. So okay. it kind of just keeps it immersive. It's fun. Okay. That's cool. It's that really fun. Cool. And then the other thing that I did that I didn't do last year. Last year, I just pulled out like the best cards. Mm-hmm. That the kids already had, but I used them too. This year, I created special Vader cards. So he had not, um, he had eight cards that he could use throughout mm-hmm. the battle. And it was so fun because I just annihilated groups. It was super fun. <laughs> um, so, like, the first card that I played, they're like playing all these cards, like hitting Vader with all this, like, you know, all these hit points. And then I just hit this. I, throughout this one card that allows me to borrow three of their cards. So I just mm-hmm. plucked three of the most powerful cards and then turned around and used it on them. Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> well, you're Vader. That makes sense. Yeah. No, it was Vader super fun. And then they yeah. were accusing me of it being too overpowered. And I'm like, dude, we're fighting Vader. So. Yeah. You Have know. you seen Obi-Wan? Like yeah, he rips a, a spaceship out of the sky. <laughs> like, <Yeah. no. laughs> and then the other, another one of my favorite ones was I could gather all their hit points and instead of it hitting me, I could throw it at another guild. So I took, and they had like so many hit points and they were using all these cards and I just threw it at another guild, like, like annihilated that guild. But then that guild came back and they had this one card that replenished all their health. So it was so epic. So they like were really smart. They hung onto that card and used it at the perfect moment. So that was really, awesome. really fun. I think they got in your head a little bit. They knew what you were gonna do and they were ready. They were yeah, ready for awesome. me. It was so it was so cool. So I really liked that. And you know, just other little things like one of my favorite ones was one that I got, I think it was from Sean Moriarty. Um, and it's reverse the digits on the total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I use that a couple of times against them and also to benefit me. So I could use that three times in the battle. That was a lot of fun. So I could f- mess with the, the did, um, digits. Did the students know what cards Vader had? Or did Ooh, you just announce question. it as you were using them? I didn't want them to know what cards I had because I don't know what cards they had. So okay. I would announce them. And then I mean, if some of them... Know. I, you know, they could come and look at the card, like if they weren't sure. Um, yeah. But I would just read the card. I would pick up the card. I printed, physically printed out the cards. I yeah. had them all in front of me. And then I would read the card and then they would, and then they could look, come and look. If they would were you like, evil no laugh way. it too or anything? Would you? Like- oh, I was <laughs> relentless with them. Yeah. I made fun of them. And it was so funny because uh, <laughs> when we introduced Vader, um, you know, obviously he's a Sith Lord. And so some of my kids are Siths. So they were cheering. Oh. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't be cheering. There's no Team Sith. It's Team Vader. No. Yeah. Or you guys. And you guys are not on Team Vader. 
And so they're like, oh, okay. Uh, this yep. might be a good time to talk about some of the cards. Like, so last week we were talking about my XP cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of really good ideas came out of the discussion on Twitter and with fans or f- fans, friends of the pod. Well, so rebels. like rebels. Uh, people gave us, yeah, Rebels, thank you. Uh, <laughs> XP Multiplier is a card. Um, you could play two cards together. The the one you just mentioned, I think, was Moriarty where you switch the digits. Uh-huh. So if it was 100, now it's 001. That was really clever. Yeah. Uh, rerolls, trading. Penalizing others for like not they're not allowed to gain XP or just freezing XP altogether for like a day. Yeah. That wasn't was I my I, li- favorite. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good that's one. Fun. I like that one too. Though uh, there was then there were some that were like bonus ones, like you can cancel a negative effect of somebody else giving it to you or block somebody's like negative mm-hmm. effect. Or uh, my I have two favorites. One was. One of the rules on one of the cards that somebody said, I don't remember who it was, so I'll have to find out, but was it can only be used on a Wednesday? Oh, yeah. Oh, and that's I thought, a fun one. yeah. <laughs> that was clever. Like, it only can only be leave, used on a leap year. Like, uh, just maybe that. <laughs> uh, and then there was someone said that they had a card that you could play that every time the teacher did something, you gained like coins or something like that. So, like, every time somebody drank a cup of coffee, like, every time the teacher drink a cup of coffee and you called them out on it. Yeah. Or something. And they got, then the whole, the whole class or that person got some sort of bonus. I thought, Oh, those are very clever. So yeah, those are some of the ideas that came up this week. Yeah. There's it's some, just fun. Really and then, fun. you know, if you end up running a gamified class, um, even if you just do a gamified unit, uh, as the kids play things, stuff will come up and you kind of yeah. think of things that are very tailored to kind of what you're doing in the class. So. Plus, they, I, I love when they organically start coming up with their own cards. Like, mm-hmm. that happened to me. I have some really cool ideas that students came up with. Um, just, like, I didn't say create a card. I just had one student ask me, hey, can I do them? I was like, sure. And then I announced the card. And all of a sudden, I had, like, two or three students who were like, oh, here are my ideas. And they just shared a document with me. And I'm like... Yes, I don't have to think about anything anymore. I just use you guys. It's so <laughs> great. And then I don't know if you do this too, but on the bottom of my card, if it's if it was a student generated idea, I will actually give them credit at the bottom, oh. like created by. Oh no, no probably doesn't do that. Yeah, no, no <laughs> credit. I yeah. I take all the credit. They do get the card for free. They don't have yeah. to buy it. So wow, you know, you, he's harmless. He doesn't give them credit. Not, I mean, he gives them the card. I give them the card. Mm-hmm. Come on. It says copyright Fabian on the bottom or yeah. Master Hoffman, it's like, but, you know, stuff. But only on that card. <laughs> None of the others. <laughs> well, that's where Hoffman. we were talking about before, like having some sort of like a collective of of game players that like pour into your game that are students that give you those. Remember we talked about that a couple of weeks ago? Yep. Yeah. Like that's where that kind of stuff really benefits your classroom. That's awesome. Do you want to talk anything else about your Vader? No, that that's kind of it. They ended up defeating him, but it actually this boss battle was over an hour. Wow! So it was a uh, it was a good time. And did you say why? Sorry, I had to step out for mm-hmm. just a second. Did you say why you did it as a as a low cog instead? Like, what did you use? Like, the battle was just rolling dice, right? It was just rolling dice. But Fabian and I were saying that you know, even though there wasn't like a review attached to it, it's still an academic task. Yeah. Because they're having to make all these calculations. They're having to read the card. They're having to analyze and, you know, uh, 
use problem solving and yeah. strategic thinking to, to play. They have to communicate with each other, mm -hmm. like figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't feel yeah. bad using spending an hour doing this because I think it does benefit them. Yeah. You know, academically too. I think that's one of the things that I'm excited about for the store that I'm planning for next year mm -hmm. is that I'm going to actually tie into it, not just the 25,000 million pennies I have, but mm -hmm, uh, the, like the idea of like almost like a, like a record keeping, like they're going to get yeah. their own little ledger. I'm going to call it mm. of, and being able to keep track of what they have, how much it is in a total. And then when they spend deducting things from it and giving them, especially from a special education standpoint and thinking of like communities based instruction, CBI and that kind of stuff, like giving them a real skill in being able yeah. to kind of manage yeah, that's a life lesson. the fake that's a money. Life yeah. Skill. So I'm excited about that. And I think that's going to come as part of one of the benefits of, of maybe not like it's not necessarily academic in regards to like tied to my content, but yeah. it'd be beneficial. Like you guys just said about the Vader thing. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Cool. All right, Mister. Yeah. I got two weeks left, and I'm uh, exhausted and can't say things straight. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, I mean, cannot Fabian. say things straight. No. Yeah. Um, I say words. Wait, what? Yep. All right. I, so you're are... gonna talk yeah. about yeah how <laughs> awful things are and how yeah. really nothing's going the way you hoped. Exactly. So, so no spoilers. A little doom and gloom uh, for everybody out yeah, there. A little yeah, little doom and gloom. So um, we'll to our lives with him. <laughs> So a couple. Sorry. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know. He's fighting words. Yeah. What's that about? Oh, like, all I do is be Scott nice to you. Scott and Fabian, three o'clock on the victim. playground. You're the victim, Fabian. That's for sure. Um, so uh, if you have been following this podcast, you know that I have my immersive design class. And um, it's the year's coming to an end and my classroom is not changed. Um, that's, that's essentially it. And that was a very harsh reality check for me because... I completely miscalculated how much time it takes and how slow students can be um, when you tell them to um, come up with a shopping list and researching the things and whatever, um, because most of them don't do anything outside of class. So mm -hmm. I would expect like as a if if you're into this course, then you're going to spend some time like at home thinking about it, like maybe going online, just checking things, maybe, you know, finding stuff out. Um, that did not happen. And so um, I didn't get to order the things that I wanted to order. And then um, I, we were at a point where I was able to, okay, now I, I can place the order. I know what, I, what we need for this project and to, to get at least get started with that tree thing. And uh, then I emailed our finance uh, lady from our school and she was like, so here's what you've already spent. And it was all sa signed off by, by my principal because he's super supportive. And But he was traveling. He was uh, in Germany because we have like a German exchange and he was like visiting them and we were talking to another school. Oh, like a sister so was, school or something? Yeah, kind of oh, cool. like that. Yeah. And so he was he was out of the country. And I was like, I know exactly that if I send him an email, he'll never read it. Um, and so I'm going to wait until he's back. But then he came back like yesterday. And I was like, if even if I tell him yesterday what I need, the stuff is not going to be here until Friday this week. So it's like it, and the year's basically done. Right. So I was super like bummed. Um, I was like, I, I felt like I let them down. Like this class is, is like a failure and I did not feel 
happy about all this because you know i had, I had great expectations yeah, baby, and i'm sure you're not, you're not a failure <laughs> thank you yeah. um <laughs> and i'm sure that the students had some expectations because they were like okay when today they were like okay so when are we gonna start building and i'm like about that yeah. um so i told um my my cheerleader um which is eric uh, about this and he was like yeah but you got to think about it like differently like if you started this now even like if i had started this last week like this would have been a rush job and mm -hmm. it would not like do the whole project justice and um yeah we were joking about what the tree would look like <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. I think we were. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so just like hammered together with uh -huh. like that yeah things like sliding bit. back and, and then forth. you'd be spending yeah. your summer taking down the tree that looks yeah. like a yeah exactly mess, so right? so he he was like you know what just use this as the first step like this is the mm -hmm. first year this was done um, you learned a lot the kids learned a lot they can be consultants next year so if you need them to like come in and like talk about something like teach soldering or do whatever it is that you need them to do. You can just invite them in and they can come in, um, honor them in, in some way. So, um, I have one student creating like a plaque, um, that we're going to 3d print with all the names on it and like regular writing and then Arabesh. Um, so all the students will be like on the wall and they're like the first, the first team that, that worked on this classroom, essentially. Like when you go by a school and it says, like, this was donated by the Parent yeah. Teacher Association, mm -hmm. yours will say. Yeah. This was, yeah. The, yeah, created by the following students. And all the stuff that they have done, like, I have saved, right? So I have, like, the the designs. I saved everything that they have, uh, that they have made. And so it just, today, I was kind of, like, trying to like save face a little bit and explaining it to them and they they were fine i think some of them were disappointed but they understood um and so what they're doing now as like the last thing they're going to do in my class is i have one student creating those plaques in in tinkercad mm -hmm. um and then the others i asked to go on co-spaces which is a really really cool website don't know if you're familiar with that but it's like a you can create animations, uh, 3D environments. You can create escape rooms all virtually. And then um, you can like access it and play it. You can play an escape room, for example, or just whatever. Um, and you can access it with a VR headset too. So what I'm having them do is create my classroom as a model in 3D. Um, they have like a couple of more days that they can do that. And then... If they finish it, they finished it. If not, then at least they had something to do that is like that will last a little bit. And if there is a team that actually gets it done, um, then I can use that as like I have Oculuses in my classroom. I could have students that come in next year, like virtually go in there and look around. You have a QR what? code up that they could scan and they would pull yeah. it up or something. That'd be cool. Exactly. So, you know, it's like at first I thought, oh, I'm just going to 3D print them like a bunch of panels that they can finish um, since we have the 3D printer. But then it's like, yeah, but then, you know, who, um, hang on. Okay, I have a question. I'm just going to bring her a little bit of reality. So here's my reality. Yeah. If you had gotten it, all the supplies in two weeks ago, 
I mean, could would you really have had enough time? Are these students kind of are they sort of kind of no. expecting like, okay, we made the list, why isn't it here already? Or do they really get that like maybe part of this learning process is the scheduling of it and how much time is really needed and maybe our year was a design year like a blue sky disneyland kind of like design year do they get that part of it um i don't know that's a good question um and that that will be part of their reflection right that'll be tomorrow (laughs) well here's the other thing too that's like reality of being in that type of design world if you were working for disneyland designing a ride the chances of you hitting all of your targets and the thing getting built initially in the time that you had set aside for that is probably slim and none. Yeah. So that's just the reality of that. That's so what I, I told them too. Good. Yeah. That's what I told them too. It's like you, there's always setbacks with design. Like you, you, there's, there are so many moving parts, right. Um, that you have no control over. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know, um, that my principal will be gone. I didn't know. You know, there's so many mm-hmm. things that I just didn't know. Um, did you know you'd already spent like a whole lot of money on your budget? I did. I did know that. <laughs> I can tell you how much it is. It's not. It wasn't cheap. So far. Oh, yeah. I don't, um, <laughs> I don't know if you should disclose that. No. But, um, yeah, so it's, yeah, they, they seemed understanding, right? They were kind of bummed, of course, because they, they wanted to, but... Um, when I said, yeah, next year you can come in as like, as like consultants, they were all ears. They were like, Ooh, really? I can like be the, the cool, like eighth grader that teaches like little sixth graders right now, something, you know? So, um, yeah. And then we talked a little bit about what next year, the Disneyland trip could look like if it gets approved again, cause we have to reduce the costs. Um, and they had some ideas for that as well. So, you know, it, it was a good conversation. To have you can make a walk from San Diego to Orange County. Yeah, it's not that far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, once I've got that figured out, I'll, I'll talk about that on the podcast too because I have some ideas. Um, yeah. So overall, it it seemed like a like a disappointment, but at the same time, it's like reality and it's a life lesson for for them, for me, for like anybody that that listens to this maybe that the thing that you are expecting is probably not going to come out the way you want it to. And it's okay. You just, you know, you, you adjust and you tilt and you change things and then it'll be, it'll be still awesome. That's right. Don't be like Fabian. Yeah. Be better. Be better. Well, and that's like our classrooms too. Like when you're a first year teacher, the first year is never, it's always the worst year. Sorry. It just is. And yeah. then you just get better because you have that reflection piece. You kind of see how it went. You, you know, change your pacing, all of that stuff. So, you know, it can only go up from here. And you've, <laughs> you've hit rock bottom, buddy. Well, Congratulations. No, I don't mean that. But, you know, you, uh, you went in blind. There's no curriculum. There's no map yeah. for you to follow. This is yeah. something you had to create from the ground up that did not exist before. So obviously the first iteration is not going to be the best one. That's right. really Thanks. funny. Sorry, Jamie. Yeah. I was trying not no. to laugh over what you're saying. because I, I know. Dying. Well, you I know. was dying over your stuff because we yeah. love what you add. And you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just found That's it really funny. funny. Uh, so Fabian, you got like <laughs> a week and three days left. Yeah. What do you do with that time then in your content class? Like, what? How are you wrapping up your gamified year? So right. So that we right can hear now, about that next pod and see how it went. 
Mm, yeah. Um, so right now, uh, we are still deep in my Holocaust unit. We're finishing it up. Monday, we have our Holocaust survivor come in. He's going to come on campus, which is awesome. Ooh, um, that hasn't and happened in a couple of years, huh? I know. I've never seen him, like, in person, so it's going to oh, be really cool. Oh, you Zoomed only, only Zoom, yeah. Oh, that's right, because you been, guys were in Hawaii. Yeah. This, was, yeah. this would be the fourth year in a row that he's doing it. Um, and, yeah, so, what, third year? I don't know. It's it's been a blur. well. I um, mean, he did the year that we were we were together. Yeah, he did COVID, it. Like when we went COVID, he still yeah. came on Zoom that. So year. So it would so. be yeah the the fourth year. Yeah, fourth year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and first time that I'm meeting him, he's here. He's local. He's in, in uh, on Coronado, so he'll come in with a friend. He, he asked if he could bring a friend. I'm like, sure, absolutely. Um, sure, so buddy. we have that on Monday. And then they're finishing up by Wednesday. They have to have everything done. And then Thursday, we're doing our final boss battle. Um, and then Friday will be, next week, Friday will be um, the announcement of the winner and the Ooh. final competition between um, my first placing students from each class. Okay. And, yeah. Right. So Is your final boss battle going to be tied to Holocaust? Um, no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a whole year review, essentially. Um, just or a whole semester review, like some questions that like they should know at this point of the year. It's kind of like a nice little review game, um, and it's always a fun game. Last year I couldn't do it because I got COVID the last two days of school. That's right. Um, that. So this year I'm hoping that everything goes fine, and. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm always surprised at the end when I do that like big review of like things from way back where I'm like, remember when we and some students, not all of them, some of them will be like, oh yeah, or like you say a sentence but you leave things out that are like the key learnings. Yeah. And then for some reason, somewhere deep down in their brain, somewhere they pull out like the exact thing, and you're like, son of a gun, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. That is that really is. All, that always fascinates me. Like I remember the first time that happened, I was starting teaching and they are they were regurgitating something that they learned in my class and I was like, what you what this stuck because of me And then and then now like last week, a couple of weeks ago I had, I had a similar experience where I was like, we did like Iron Chef or something and I was like, oh my gosh, you remember. Like you remembered something that we actually practiced, and that you like, like uh, it works. I'm still, I'm still it a works. good teacher. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just always cool to kind of like really think about like the reason why they're learning is because of you, right? And they they're remembering things because of you, and even some some of the kids that because of me don't no no not you. Oh, um, you kids don't. You kids. Don't I thought that was a. I thought that was no. an affirmation. I got um, no, but even the kids where where you think like oh nothing is like sticking with that kid because he's never they're never listening or whatever they surprise you and you're like oh look at that like like you said like son of a gun yeah. well that is oh, yeah. okay all right so yeah that's why teaching is fun yeah <laughs> well and truth be told we all kind of need a reminder sometimes that like the effort and the show up and the engagement we're putting in makes us like good teachers and it's hard to compliment ourselves but like we're working really hard to help students be engaged and learn. And so yeah. like at the end, I felt like 
every little thing other teachers were doing were it was irritating me and students were like ah oh, like they're just ready to go to summer and i just kind of felt like i needed a reminder that that it's all not for naught we've worked really hard and we've accomplished a lot and that, those reviews really help with that yeah well that's awesome uh okay anything else Fabian? uh no i'm okay I'm awesome tired. uh okay so <laughs> i will talk oh so uh i'm very excited i have this summer school class coming up and i'll talk more about it as we go along but it's going to be stem i've got electrical circuits uh like maker tape i think i've talked about that i've got a little uh, everything from brown dog gadget which you guys should check out they actually i don't think we've actually said it on the pod yet but i know i've told you guys we'll put a link and brown dog gadget will send you a teacher uh, a nice little like padded envelope full of like five different starter kits of their different like uh, STEM activities they do. They, some of them are like googly eye motors. You One of them is like a solar panel bug and it has all the instructions. It's really great. Uh, the little, I think I was talking about it before, the uh, name like uh, thing that I made into a lightsaber uh, that was really fun. Uh, what is it? Kind of like a... Looks like a bookmark to me. Like, yeah, almost like yeah. a display oh, yeah, yeah, bookmark yeah. kind of a thing mm-hmm. that you etch into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that stuff, he just sends you really great guy and really great company. They'll send you for free a, a packet of those so you can test them out. Uh, but the thing I'm most excited about is conductive thread, which is oh, yeah. literally going to be able to sew into any sort of material uh, and then run electricity through it. And so I'm going to have – I just got the schedule – I'm going to have like each group of students for five days out of these three weeks nice. as the way this goes. And so it's that's like gonna, a rotation model. Like yeah, it's going to be a rotation. Yeah, very Like cool. there's a mid, an early morning and a mid morning mm-hmm. session. And mm-hmm. I will get f- each group I will see five times over the course of three weeks, I think is the way it's going to work out. Okay. But uh, really excited for those kind of things. And I think the thing I'm most excited about for just getting them to work on and like think about is just how, what they can create. So Mm. as my room is moving towards space and I've got this whole thing going, I'm just going to try to, from the get go, get their minds thinking about everything we're creating and how they can apply that to like a space type theme as sort of the design part of it and see what they come up with. So I'm very excited about that. And part of that, uh, and this is maybe just something I do with my family, but I'm going to implement in school too, is we do take-apart days. And so this is just kind of like a, a side tidbit that I, over the course of a year or six months, I have this crate in our house. That any electrical thing that breaks down, I just put in that crate. And then we have like break-apart days over the summer where we just take screwdrivers and hammers and pliers and wire cutters or whatever we need. And we just take things apart to see how they work inside. And mm-hmm. sometimes we could fix them. Most of the time we can't fix much, but I have a set of really old white MacBooks, like the really old ones. Uh, I don't even know how old they are, probably more than 10 years easily. And uh, they're just sitting in my class. They were federal funds and then they died and then they got like however you Yeah, decommissioned or whatever. Yeah, there you go, decommissioned. And so so a teacher who's known me now for a couple years goes, I feel like this is something you might want. And just, and I'm like, Ooh, what is it? She's like, I've got like 35 of these old uh, MacBooks. I was like, oh my gosh, bring them to me. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how I can bring that into the classroom over these three weeks too and get students to explore how things work or how they tick. And then what they can, 
uh, Fabian and I do this a lot, how we can take the things that we find and repurpose them to be cool-looking Star Wars relics or space relics or things like that. So that's the kind of stuff that my head is now geared towards because i got about three weeks till summer starts. Summer school starts. And I'm doing summer school, Fabian. You're doing summer school? I'm doing summer school. I'm teaching English during the summer, which is fun. Um, and we have and like, Jamie, you're doing summer vacation. I am yeah, doing a, all vacation all the time. Nice. I will be leaving for the Emerald Isle at the end of the month. So oh. see you later. <laughs> like in the Wizard of Oz. I will not like, be what? teaching. Oh. Wait. <laughs> uh, have you ever done summer school, Jamie? Yes. Okay. Back in like, my very early years. Oh um, yes. And Before it was, you, you know, wiser. Was, like yeah. most teachers, you just need that money. Like teaching, you just don't get paid very much. And so yeah. I was like, I need that cash. So, yeah. yep, I I did it. I paid my dues. And now yeah. I will never do it again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> baller teacher goes on vacation. Yeah. Yep. Well, Phoebe we and I, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Cool. I wonder if we could podcast in from Ireland. That'd be really cool. I don't know. From, from a pub? pub? Um, yeah, I don't I know will if we'd say, like to on the pod at that point. You know what? I will say that I'm going to go on vacation um so i <laughs> wait that means from us too will there be, be an autoresponder like when uh, we try to text yeah, you or something i will be like Marco yeah, Polo. my vacation responder will be on <laughs> so you guys feel free to pod while i'm away Ooh, and amazing. then i will talk to you when i get back wow Wow. Okay, well, Jamie, actually, you got to land our plane with the game because yeah. uh, you have not only today's game, but next pod game you've already claimed, too. So go, yes. go ahead. What's your first game? So uh, uh, the first game I'm going to talk about is a game called Aqualin. Um, and Aqu- Aqualin. And the reason why I have this game is because our PTA raised money and our grade level decided to buy board games. And I actually forgot that we had these class sets of board games it's pretty cool so aqualin is a two-player game um it's an ocean themed game there are 36 tiles and on the tiles there are six different types of sea creatures Mm -hmm. in six different colors so every tile is different so you might have like a green turtle and like a purple turtle and like a blue starfish and whoever heard of a purple turtle come on that's exactly ridiculous so (laughs) the way the way you play is that there are um the the game board is 36 squares and you place these tiles and the object of the game is you're trying to create schools of sea creatures Mm -hmm. okay one side or one team is trying to group uh animals by color the other one is trying to group by species. Ooh. And so the way that the turn goes is the first two you set down, they're just kind of random. And there's always six tiles to choose from. The rest are face down. And then on turn one, you can move existing tiles. You can either move them along columns or rows. You can't move them diagonally. So you yeah, it's move. like a, on the board, it's like a checkerboard, like, almost looks like a bingo board with it no does, words in it. It yeah. does, yeah. And so you move it as many spaces as you want, and then you place another tile. So as, let's say, uh, I was trying to, to group by color, and let's say, Scott, you were trying to group by species, I might Obviously. take that red sea fish or starfish and move it over away to my starfish group instead of your group of red animals. Wow, I love that. And it's so fun and so so strategic. Yeah. And as the board fills up, it gets harder and harder 
to move the pieces around, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of lock in certain groups. And then the way you score it at the end, and this was a little hard for my fourth graders. I had to basically help them. I had to go around each group to help score. Um, but depending on how many you have together, it would increase or give bonuses. So like if you had like two group together, you would get one point. If you had three group together, you'd get three. But if you had four, I think you would get like six uh, points. Mm -hmm. So it gets exponentially larger and then they just tally up the points and then whoever wins has most points wins that's really fun so that's really cool. fun game and i was able to play it i had the kids play in two pairs so they could confer with each other mm -hmm. um and then after that they had a choice to keep their pairs so it'd be like four kids playing but two sides yeah. or they could play one-on-one -on -one with each other and so we were able to get out two rounds and uh in about an hour, and again, we're at like the end of the year, so an hour on a board game is okay. Um, <laughs> and it held their attention, and they had a lot of fun. How That's many cool. sets do you guys have? Class set, right? Uh, we yeah. had 14 boxes. Whoa. So, yeah, That's we, awesome. Yeah, f as a grade level, so for yeah, all yeah. of the fourth grade teachers. So I tried it out. I was the first class to do it. And then another teacher uh, next door to me tried that game today as well. So I haven't talked to her yet to see how it went. But, um, I, you know, I just tried it. We did it. It was so much fun. And I want to add it in my class rotation next year. That's cool. You know, what's interesting about that is that when I play games in my class and I know there's like a, like my neighbor teacher will sometimes play a really fun fly swatter game or something mm -hmm. with the dry erase board. And I'll be like, oh, you should borrow this game. And I kind of show them how it works. or I tell them to come over while I'm playing it. And then it's kind of become a lending library for yeah, her. Yeah, that's really and, cool. And I love that idea, except all the teachers that would be awful to my games and make me sad inside. <laughs> uh, but how fun to have class sets, right, that yeah. you can you can take that risk on. Because sometimes I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I – I don't think I'll ever see that. It's kind of like the burrito incident, right? Yeah. It's just never – yeah, brought it up again. There we go. Yeah, Do I get why, bonus points for that? Why? All right, everybody. Well, that's the show today. Uh, we're so glad that you joined us. Well, yep. Yeah, me too. Uh, check out the show notes, uh, rebelteacheralliance.com. Check out the side pod, uh, Edge of Protocols podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Ciao. -bye. Bye.